I've been thinking about this and, you know, if you said to anyone who's a fan of the show, what are the things you think about? A, a Hollywood handshake would have been right up there. And of course, now we're all incredibly used to just having to nod at people and doing no handshakes, but it sounds like they've managed to find a way around it so that the handshake lives on. We had very few handshakes. I think there was only one in our series. So um, I wouldn't have minded at all if they'd uh, stopped doing so many handshakes. It makes me feel like ours was a particularly poor year. Well, hello and welcome back to the Bake Down podcast. It has been a couple of months since you would have last heard from us, but the news that the Great British Bake Off is back for 2020 means we had to do another podcast. You're listening to me, Josh Landy, founder of Bake With a Legend, and talking of legends, one of the all-time most loved Great British Bake Off, or baking show if you're in America, contestants, Mr. Howard Middleton of Sheffield, England, is with me. Good afternoon, Howard. Good afternoon. What a build-up, Josh. That was lovely. <laughs> you, you, you certainly deserve it. And I'm talking to you um, about an hour away from you doing one of our online classes. And you're in your kitchen, the same kitchen that you would have prepared for Bake Off all those years ago. It is, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, they came and did uh, a little bit of filming of me uh, doing some preparation in this very kitchen. So, yeah, people may even be able to find some record of it somewhere in, in past programs. It's true. We can we can go searching on YouTube. There definitely is a, a video on YouTube of you doing what was described as almost a Baywatch esque run in the park. <laughs> is that is that fair? It, 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 uh, well, I don't know if it's fair to Baywatch, but yes, it was it was definitely described that way. I, I it's one of those dreadful things where you don't realise how bad you look running until you're actually um, shown on national TV. Yeah. So it's there for all those that want to go find it. Type in Howard Middleton on YouTube and it will be one of the first hits. Well, look, we're doing this podcast today because we're in a, I guess, celebratory mood almost because so much live television, or should I just say television series across the world, have almost given up on 2020. So the news that came on Wednesday um, here on the 19th of August that the filming had been wrapped for the 2020 series was was really welcome, wasn't it? I mean, I saw, I don't know if you saw on Howard, but so many people doing tweets along the lines of 2020 has been saved by this news. Did you feel similarly? I did, because I think it's, um, I think it, you, you, we'd sort of almost written it off, hadn't we, 2020? And, I, I, and I, I felt so sorry for poor Matt Lucas, who just before lockdown and, and, and everything, got the news that he was the new presenter. I mean, presumably he knew that some time before. And then you think, oh my goodness, is he going to have to wait another year before he actually gets a chance to go in the tent? But yeah, brilliant that they've been able to do it. And I was also thinking of the people that may have had that phone call to say, you've got on, you're on. And then the fear that they might have had over recent months that you're not going to be a contestant. And then who knows if, if life circumstances are going to be different a year from now. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think... When I found out that I was going in, it was literally only a sort of month away from, from filming. So to think that you might have to wait the best part of a year before you actually start filming, I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, well, it, it looks like they've had the most incredibly impressive, well-thought-out operation to ensure it all happened. So we know that it took place somewhere in the southeast, and 
There was a site that housed all the cast and crew. There were 80 members of production from the production company, Love Productions, and around apparently 20 children, chaperones, and dog walkers. Now, <laughs> is this, does Paul Hollywood have a dog? Does he, does he need multiple dog walkers to be with him? Is that what this is about? I don't know. I read that and I thought, you know, I can't, I can't imagine why you'd need that. Unless the only thing I can think is that possibly that if, if some of the contestants have uh, responsibilities for looking after a dog or small children, that they actually took them with them because it was easier to do that rather than leave them, you know, with somebody else. But I, I, I can't think why else you would need dog walkers unless we have a dog themed week in Bakehoff possibly for the first time if we had dairy week last year then dogs may be making an appearance that's interesting do you think so instead of poor hollywood uh, handing out potential handshakes there's a dog potentially offering their paw as some kind of celebratory and you're actually you're making yeah. a dog biscuit that a dog yeah. comes to judge <laughs> wow it, this is creative beyond uh, what i thought we might be talking about now um, well, look, uh, it, it says here, I, you know, I've been reading a couple of the, uh, the news pieces. They were living in a self-contained biosphere that meant they avoided socially distanced because I've been thinking about this. And, you know, if you said to anyone who's a fan of the show, what are the things you think about? A, a Hollywood handshake would have been right up there. And of course, now we're all incredibly used to just having to nod at people and doing no handshakes. But it sounds like they've managed to find a way around it. So the, the handshake lives on. We had very few handshakes. I think there was only one in our series. So um, I wouldn't have minded at all if they'd uh, stopped doing so many handshakes. It makes me feel like ours was a particularly poor year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it would have made very little difference to your uh, Bake Off experience. But, you know, it would have been strange watching the Bake Off and seeing masks and seeing the bakers unable to comfort each other so it's it's terrific yeah. to hear that they've all managed to to live in kind of this bubble and in fact in some ways it probably felt like one of the safest places you know almost a fortress for six weeks but huge credit to everyone involved in, in putting that together i mean just talking about the details here on the shooting howard compared to what you would have experienced it said they had two days on two days off and there were 12 practice kitchens on site for the bakers. They wouldn't have been able to, to go home. But I mean, that's such a different experience to you where you presumably would have had a couple of days and then gone home for the rest of the week. It, it is. I mean, it, it, it sounds very, very intense in some respects. But also, I think we've all been um, sort of, well, a, a lot of us who haven't been kind of doing frontline jobs and so on. Um, you know, we've all been kind of um, stuck at home. So actually, to have a summer where you're doing something completely different like that must have been quite, quite a bit of a relief, really. Yeah, because six weeks, for those that got to the end, I mean, presumably there were some people that had, you know, a matter of days, really, before, you know, leaving this, uh, this biosphere. But for six weeks, it almost might have felt like something approaching uh, normal life, you might think. But also, I'm just trying to get in, in the mindset here, because... I can imagine for so many people when they've returned, either they've had to go back to their day jobs or they might have family life and kids running around, you know, social plans. This would have been presumably a lot of pressure that you spend those two days where you're off in your practice kitchen and, and yeah. you know, looking around what everyone else is doing. So it'll be interesting. I, you, you almost assume, and it'll be interesting to hear, as I'm sure 
you know, time unwraps. So this group of contestants might almost be, you know, closer than any other group before because of what they've gone through. Well, I, I think you're right. And I think it's interesting. I, I was trying to think of the logistics about how you do the final, because obviously in the past, everybody's come back for the final. So it does make me wonder whether anybody ever left, whether they're, they're eliminated that week, but actually continue to be part of that, that family until the final, um, which would be a very, very interesting situation. <laughs> Imagine going out after week one and being so, no, you've got five and a half weeks more. <laughs> You'd like, just maybe, maybe that was something that had to be sacrificed. The fact that not, you know, friends and family and previous contestants wouldn't have been able to come back for the final. But if that's the only real difference that we notice as viewers and fans of the show, then I think that will be, you know, something everyone would, would certainly have taken. How would you think, how do you think you would have done, Howard, turning up for a six week unique biosphere experience would you have been willing to do it because at the time you were working yeah do you know i would have loved that I, I i think it's great because you've got a very um justified reason for not being able to be uh, well presumably a lot of people were, were working from home or or out of work in any case so as i said to uh, to be able to do this kind of once in a lifetime experience within that that environment at a time when we've got you know this this kind of international crisis it's like what a relief i mean when i think of what i've been up to like redecorating rooms and so on i i, I think being on bake off would have been fantastic yeah i'm i'm with you i think uh, to get the opportunity to do this in this special time I can only speculate, but you do imagine, let's say there were 12 people expected to go into the tent. Not everyone necessarily would have been able to disappear for six weeks. I can, I can well imagine that a few people simply couldn't take on the, you know, going into a bubble like that for six weeks. But, you know, I'm sure would be told that they can come back in a, in a future year or something mm. like that. But I mean, I saw, I saw the quote here from Kieran Smith, who's a creative director. Love Productions, and he said ultimately, you know, so many people rely on Bake Off, um, you know, for employment. Uh, you know, they just were desperate to, to make it work. And you know, like I said before, with so little fresh TV, I'm almost wondering, you know, could it get a bigger audience perhaps than, than ever before? Because so many of these types of shows are you know, reality just simply won't happen. And, and if they are, are such a sanitized version, whereas it sounds like we're going to see a pretty much normal Bake Off. I, I think you're right, and I think it, I think they deserve credit as well for um, being creative people who come up with such a creative solution. Because I think um, you know the fact that they have been able to go ahead and and film, and what sounds like have created a, a very safe environment for people to be able to do that. I think hats off to them for for just showing such um, innovation and creativity in coming up with this solution. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, as you can tell, listening to us, are absolutely delighted it's going to be back. We haven't yet been told when it's going to go on air here in the UK, and I'm sure there are viewers around the world wondering when they're going to get an opportunity to run the new series. I mean, last year it started in the, just at the very end of August. It seems apparent that won't be happening this year, but hopefully it won't be that far behind because it's become such a, you know, the summer's ending, but don't worry, Bake Off's here weekly. I hope we don't have to wait too long for it now Howard 
No, and, and I think, you know, as I say, if they've been so creative in the filming, I think they'll probably get the editors just working sort of 24 hours a day now, won't they? They'll just be, they'll not be able to go and see their friends and family or anything. They'll just be, you know, holed up in a, in a corner editing like mad. So, yeah, I'd, I could well imagine that, you know, within a, a month or so, we might uh, see something. Hopefully, and look, we are still working out exactly our plans for covering the next series. But in in some way, rest assured, the breakdown will be reviewing what is going on in the tent. Howard, I just wanted to take a moment here because you and I have not seen each other in person for as long a time as <laughs> since we've known each other, which is not far off four years, incredibly now. But just tell us a little bit. You you've been leading classes uh, online, which is something we've never done for with a legend before but you know since the start of april how have you found that you know teaching from your kitchen as we're about to do again today uh, as we record this we're about uh, 50 minutes away from you teaching trifle to a, a full class of which all but two of our participants today are in america which is just amazing isn't it it, it is because I, I i think we've had when we've had the um the in-person classes with they've always been popular with with people from from all over the world and we have had you know people who've, who've come from america on on a number of occasions but this is just fantastic because there's no flights involved or anything like that so we can just um bake in our individual kitchens i think the only downside is um I've still got to do all my washing up and everybody else just don't know, really. But apart <laughs> from that, it's it's wonderful to just be reaching out to people and, and seeing I'm terribly nosy as well, so I love seeing what, what people's kitchens are like. Yeah, I'm just looking here at um at those that are gonna be uh joining us today and, and looking at all these uh locations that we have in place. We've got Minnesota, Virginia, California, Washington. Uh, Milton Keynes, one for the UK, um, Maryland, Boston, Houston, Brooklyn, Kingston Pr Springs, which is in Tennessee. So, yeah, just really wonderful. And uh, look, for all of those that haven't yet joined us for an online class, even when we are returning slowly now to physical classes here in the UK, the online classes are here to stay. So go to babylegend.com and you will see on the homepage there's a link for online classes. And we would, we would love to welcome you. We are doing events, as I said, pretty much every Saturday or Sunday that anyone can join. And if you're thinking about doing something for, for your friends and family who perhaps you haven't seen in person for a while or for your, your colleagues or employees, then we'd love to hold uh, a group event for you as well. And Howard, we, we've been teaching quite a few different things, haven't I? I'm just thinking what you've done. You've done your jammy dodgers. We've obviously got trifle today. There's been various things you've been teaching. Yeah, we've. I, I mean, I think what, what's been lovely is um, trying out different things that, that people have requested as well. So sometimes it, it's very clear that particularly people in America like some of the more traditional British bait. Uh, and I think it, you know, looking at some of those, those skills, but the French stuff as well, French stuff. <laughs> yeah, patisserie and things like that. But yeah, I think just the, the variety of things that, that people have enjoyed uh, doing. And I think if people have got ideas about other things they'd like to make, then let us know because um, I love a challenge. So yeah, 
Absolutely. Well, one of those things was uh, sausage rolls that came out, which we're doing on the 12th of September. And actually, it filled up so quickly that we had to put on a second class, which we're going to do straight after the first one, pretty much. So, yeah, if anyone looking to learn sausage rolls, with these are uh, we've got a pork option, don't we? Or there's a vegetarian suggestion as well. So we're hopefully covering all the bases. Well, look, thank you all so much for listening to our short podcast here, celebrating that Bake Off is going to make a return to our TV screens. And as soon as we know more, I'm sure we'll be back popping up on your podcast feeds. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please do wherever you get your podcast from. And we will hope to speak to you again very soon. Take care. just heard a stripped media production. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.